Real religion requires honesty. In fact, any real relationship requires honesty. But there is certainly no other way to do business with God except honestly, because he already knows everything about us. He knows who we are, and he knows what we've done. He even knows why I did it. And that's why our gospel reading today is such a, a sham. It's about a group of people called Sadducees came to Jesus with a question about the resurrection. But the irony is, they didn't believe in the resurrection. The truth is, they didn't want an answer to their question. They were just trying to prove a point. It was their intent to embarrass Jesus, make him look foolish in the sight of the crowd, by asking him a question that they figured he couldn't answer. Uh, they, of course, failed in their attempt. Jesus was in no way intimidated by the question and gave them an honest and a direct answer, but it did little to change their lives. Their spiritual problem was not a lack of information. Uh, it was their problem was a lack of basic honesty. They missed the truth because their minds were closed, sealed shut. These Sadducees have a primary message for you and me, and it is this. We've got to be honest. No relationship is possible without honesty, and certainly no relationship with God in our approach to life and in our dealing with God, honesty is primary. Nothing else matters. Christ himself cannot change our lives until we open our hearts to his love, our minds to his truth. So let's be honest. And let's start by being honest and saying that there are many things about life that we don't understand and we don't know. This is what the Sadducees failed to do. They came to Christ, but their trip was futile. They talked with Christ, but the interview was fruitless because they did not come in search of the truth. Their attitudes and, uh, about life were already fixed. Their minds so closed that they could stand in the presence of Christ himself and never ask an honest question. And that's such a pity. Now I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that uh, you and I will probably not have the opportunity in this life to have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with Jesus of Nazareth. I'm going out on a limb, but you know, I'm willing to do I'm willing to take that risk. But I hope that we all have a curiosity about life. I hope that there are some things that we know we don't know. And we would wonder about that. And if we had the opportunity 
uh, we would ask if we were in the presence of Christ. Now, this confession of ignorance on our part, this, uh, it's not to be feared. In fact, it's one element in life that uh, we don't need to be ashamed of because it's one of the beautiful things about life. Have you ever gone to a movie with somebody who had already seen the movie and started telling you what the next line was, what the next scene was going to be, what was going to happen next? Nothing could be worse than going to a, a movie or a play with somebody who's breaking it to you before it happens. Uh, so God is so much wiser than that. He's not going to do that to us. He knows life from beginning to end, but he doesn't spoil it for us by telling you and me what's going to happen. All the excitement, all the anticipation of the unknown is ours to experience. Life is a mystery. It's filled with the unexpected and the unpredictable. But this is a large part of its beauty and charm. I'm glad. I think we should be grateful for the mysterious element of life. The things that we must discover and experience for ourselves. So, we can be honest enough to admit that there are things that we don't know. The next thing I... We have to be honest enough to ask the right question. Now, that someone could be in the presence of Jesus and make up this ridiculous story about a woman who had been widowed by seven brothers and then ask, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? It's almost unbelievable. What difference does it make? Who cares whose wife she would be? How could it have possibly have anything to do with life here and now? The question I would ask is, what is she feeding them? What is on that menu? I mean, I want to avoid it at all costs. Um, you know, it's not enough to know the right answers. We've got to be asking the right questions. You might ask the question, how can I make the most money in life? And that's a good question to ask. I mean, money is uh, not unimportant but it's not ultimate. <laughs> you know, a lot of people have made a lot of money and have failed the test of life. Or we might ask the question, how can I have the most fun? Nothing wrong with having fun. In fact, I think it's probably as to live a life without joy and fun and company of friends and family, um, it's probably as pagan as worshiping idols. But the people who major on fun, who seek it above everything else, they usually fail the test of life. 
So we need to stay with the major issues and ask the real questions, the honest questions. Who am I? What is my life about? Why am I here? Where am I going? These are the big issues. These are the big questions. We need to ask these questions. Ask them sincerely and answer them honestly. When we do so, we're on our way to doing something worthwhile with our lives. We've got to ask the right questions. But let's also <laughs> be honest enough to practice the truth that we already know. Now, I have, I think I've told you this before, I have two major problems with the Bible. The first problem I have with it is um, I don't understand a lot of it. Uh, a lot of it, I, 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 you know, I, 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 I fail to completely understand. But my other problem with the Bible is the part that I do understand. I understand it perfectly. You know, I just don't practice it. Yeah, that's our problem. That's the biggest problem. It isn't that we don't know, it's we don't practice. I suspect this was also the problem with the Sadducees. Their major difficulty was not life uh, after death. It was life before death. That was their problem. They were asking about a woman who had lost her husband not once, but seven times, and they wanted to know Whose wife would she be in the resurrection? How out of touch. What a ridiculous question. That wasn't the issue at all. If there was, in fact, such a person who had gone through this incredible heartache, the issue, the question would be, how can I help? How can I help this poor soul? I mean, how can I possibly ease her burden? How can I help her know that God loves her? Those are the kind of questions that would be important to ask and to answer, at least in part. Could help with money and food, could, you know, volunteer to help that the yard work. You could do all kinds of things. You could, you could simply put your arms around this person and weep with her. Those would be the real questions and the real answers. I could help her believe in God who cares for her by showing her that I care and I offer my support. That is what honest religion is about. We don't have to have all the answers. In fact, it's good that we don't. Just practice the truth that we already know. Practice the truth we already know. Love the people that God loves. That is what real religion is. That is a very practical way to share your life with them. And we couldn't be more honest than that.